listening to the science factory i am madhavan we publish a new episode here every week discussing interesting concepts and research from the world of biology and medicine if that's something you are interested in please subscribe to science factory on google podcasts spotify amazon music jio savan gana or anywhere else you listen to podcasts in this episode we find out what are microplastics how they are getting into our food water and air how are we contributing to that and how we can avoid ingesting them welcome to the science factory let's start from the bottom plastic is a material formed by interlinking long chains of molecules made of carbon and hydrogen because they are light durable and can be molded into any shape that we want plastics have become ubiquitous in our lives many years down the line when the history of our times is discussed it will probably be called and rightly so the plastic age by some estimates around 300 million tons of plastic is produced every year if we convert that into kilograms that is a 3 followed by 11 zeros kilograms according to one report an average indian uses about 11 kilograms of plastic products in various forms in a year almost 50% of this is single use plastic from polythene shopping bags to brushes to toothpaste tubes to food storage boxes to our shoes and clothes almost everything we use has plastic in one way or the other do you know what happens to all this plastic after we are done using it only about 10% or less is recycled about 8 million tons of plastic is dumped into the oceans every year and a lot more is dumped into landfills as you may have heard before The plastic that we dispose of takes thousands of years to decompose. But once it is in water or soil, the plastic can break down into smaller sized particles. These plastic fragments that are smaller than 5 mm are called the microplastics. Though a 5 mm upper limit is used as a definition, microplastics usually tend to be in the micrometer size range that is below the detection limit of the naked eye to give you a better idea a micrometer is a thousand times smaller than a millimeter and our hair is about 200 micrometers in diameter microplastics are classified into primary and secondary microplastics primary microplastics are those that are intentionally synthesized for use in cosmetic and personal care products examples of primary microplastics include the plastic microbeads that are added to facial cleansers scrubs shampoos laundry detergent toothpastes etc secondary microplastics on the other hand are formed by the process i just described by the breakdown of larger plastic products like bottles fishing nets 
bags, etc. According to one study, there could be anywhere between 15 to 51 trillion microplastic particles floating around in our oceans. Because of their small size, the fish mistake microplastics for food. These plastic fragments are then absorbed into the circulation and become embedded in the fish's tissue. Till now, microplastics have been found in more than 114 species of fish and other marine organisms. Microplastics in ocean are also consumed by birds that depend on the marine ecosystem. From the oceans, microplastics make their way to our dinner tables via these fish and birds. Microplastics have also been found in other food products such as table salt and seaweed that come from the ocean or marine environment. According to one research report from Australia, people consume about 5 grams of microplastic per week. That's as much plastic as present in one credit card. Another way in which microplastic enters our body is through the air we breathe. It has been found that workers in textile and PVC industries are prone to inhale these from their work environments. Microplastics are also present in the water we drink. It is now well known that chemicals in plastic slowly leaches into the water stored in plastic bottles. Additionally, the primary microplastics included in cleansers, shampoos or detergents are washed off and enter our water sources and these are small enough to escape treatment processes. As per one report published by World Health Organization, microplastics of different sizes, shapes and composition are widely found in both surface and drinking water sources. It is reported that as many as 1000 to 10,000 microplastic particles were found in a litre of water, including bottled water. In 2019, researchers from Medical University of Vienna in Austria published a paper. In that study, they looked at the stool samples of people from different countries and found that all of them had plastic particles. Some nine different types of plastics were identified in human stool samples and at least 20 plastic particles were present per 10 grams of stool sample. In another study in France, scientists discovered microplastic in rain. In this case, they recorded a daily rate of 365 plastic particles per square meter. So, should we be worried about these microplastics that we are eating, drinking and breathing? There is no research as yet suggesting that consuming microplastics can directly impact human health. The world is only just waking up to the reality of microplastics filling our oceans and soil and air. Studies in mouse, however, have shown that microplastics accumulate in kidney, liver and gut and can cause disturbance in metabolism. Tissue damage due to microplastics has also been reported in marine organisms. It has also been reported that microplastic ingestion reduces appetite thereby leaving less energy for other life functions such as reproduction and physical growth of fish. This is relevant not only to human health but also to economy as it can have a profound impact on the livelihood of those who depend on fishing. Microplastics have also been found to be especially effective in absorbing harmful chemicals and pathogenic microbes found in their environment. Once inside the human body, this could cause illness.
Then, what can we do to reduce and limit our exposure to the microplastics? Plastic is now an inseparable part of our lives. It is therefore close to impossible to totally avoid microplastics. But we can take many steps to reduce our exposure and that of our future generations. Minimize the use of plastic in your day-to-day -day life as much as possible. Do not heat or cook food with plastic utensils or in plastic containers. Try to avoid food with plastic packaging. Reduce household dust that can carry microparticles. If you are in the habit of using tea bags, watch out for the plastic used to make the packs or as a sealant that can melt off in hot water. Avoid using cleansers, shampoos or toothpaste that contain microbeads. Check the labels of these uh, products to find out before purchase. You can check the composition of the products for ingredients like polyethylene, polypropylene, polyethylene terephthalate, polymethyl methacrylate, nylon, etc. These are generally used in preparation of microbeads. Instead, consider using products with natural ingredients like almond shells. If you are going shopping, carry a cloth or jute bag instead of asking for single-use polyethylene bags. Most importantly, when using plastics, keep in mind the 3 R rule. Reduce, reuse and recycle. That's all in this episode of Science Factory. Hope you found it useful. If you like what you heard, share this with your family and friends. Subscribe to the Science Factory on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, GeoSavan, Ghana or any other app where you get podcasts. Till next time, stay safe, stay healthy and be happy. Thank you.